G'day guys and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today is Sunday, it's a little um, impromptu kind of podcast. Today I was just working on my online clients, um, doing some check-ins with my online clients and I was just chatting to one of my clients about cardio and it kind of led me to explaining some some of the differences with cardio between doing say interval training or something more like a steady state and we're trying to work out what is the best plan of attack for them in their current cut and with kind of explaining that i just thought hey this could be a good kind of little quick podcast chat um for everyone to kind of explain some of the differences for cardio between um hit versus list so hit being high intensity interval training and list being low intensity steady state i always being a pt get a lot of questions about cardio what cardio is better you know do you have to do intervals do you have to do um steady state is it better to go really intense intervals or is it better to do you know steady state and not elevate your heart rate as much and so on and so on and you know like most things in the fitness industry there's many ways to kind of get a result and a lot of things come down to you know, personal preference and and you know timing of what's going on with um, your training, your nutrition. And I think it's always important to understand like this is why I like educating because I feel like education helps give people more options for achieving results. And so today's episode, just kind of want to do a quick hitter with kind of going over the cardio of hidden lists. So for you, you can be like, Oh, cool. That makes sense. Maybe that one's better for me. Or, hey, I get that. That kind of makes sense. Maybe right now I'm better off doing this type of cardio because of um, what's going on in my life. So the point is, is that, you know, it's good to have options. And yeah, this podcast episode will be about just that. And I kind of go over a few of kind of the pros not so much cons, but pros of both the list option and hit option and some, I guess, just simple takeaways for you um, Yeah, to go apply to your own training. Now, if you enjoy this episode, guys, I know I always ask, but please make sure you share to your audience if you haven't um, helped so much and you haven't done it, please leave a five-star rating on the podcast and make sure you are following either on um, Apple or Spotify. Now, let's get to it. So firstly, let's talk about steady state. So steady state is normally kind of referred to um, as low intensity steady state. So steady state obviously is unlike intervals. Intervals, you're going to be bringing your heart rate up and then back down, up and down, whereas steady state is just that. You're going to get your heart rate at a more of a consistent level. We often use... Um, percentage-based things for cardio. So let's say 70% of your max heart rate, your 30 minutes might be spent at just that around, say, 70% of your max heart rate. Whereas intervals, your heart rate might be going up to, say, 95% of your max in that short, hard sprint, and then you lower it back down to, say, 50 60% to allow recovery to occur. So two different types of modalities. So with steady state, this is going to be more your aerobic fitness, so being low intensity, so low intensity is going to be more around that kind of 65, 70% max heart rate. And this is where we commonly refer to more as the 
aerobic zone. So aerobic, um, this is, this, I'm trying to explain this. So aerobic zone is something where you primarily use your fats as a preferential fuel source. And this is where people kind of get mixed up. And what this means is that from your body's energy systems, when your heart rate is not super elevated, e.g. doing like something like a steady state cardio, um, and for that certain period of time, this is where your body will more preferentially use fats to fuel the activity and not so much carbohydrates. But this is where people then kind of get mixed up thinking that then, all right, well, this is your fat burning zone. So therefore you should be doing steady state to lose body fat because it's your fat burning zone. But there are two, there are distinct differences between say using fat as fuel. For example, if you have fat circulating in your bloodstream, you've consumed, you know, a meal, protein, carbs, fats, and having fat circulating in your bloodstream and using that as fuel and even, you know, stored fat versus actually then being a calorie deficit and losing body fat. Okay. So this is why that you can, you know, you can be eating keto and you can be eating high fats and very low carbohydrates and all day because you're you're consuming primarily fats, you're running off fats. But this doesn't mean unless you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to be losing body fat. Likewise, you can be eating majority, majority carbohydrates and in a calorie deficit and lose body fat. So this is probably for another time, that whole kind of, um, I guess, debate or explanation of it. But it's just important to understand that using fat as fuel in your workout is different to actually creating calorie deficit and oxidizing body fat, where we're losing body fat, we're creating fat loss. So if you just eat, say, a big meal of fats, you're going to be primarily using fats for the next fair few hours because that's what's in your bloodstream and your body's going to use that as energy. It doesn't then mean that you're naturally just going to be in a calorie deficit and losing body fat. So that's where people get mixed up with, say, aerobic work or steady state because they go, oh, here's a fat burning zone. So therefore, it's superior fat for fat loss. It's more that you're just using fat as fuel. Whereas something like high intensity interval training, um, HIT. So HIT is going to be more um, what we call anaerobic. So LIS is going to be more aerobic. HIT is going to be more anaerobic. So anaerobic when your heart rate gets up past a certain level. And what will happen here is this is where you're going to be using more carbohydrates as fuel. So this is um, hit, hit. And same with things like resistance training is going to be more what we call glycolytic. So glycolytic just basically means you're going to be using your glucose um, carbohydrates. So when you eat carbohydrates, they get stored. Well, you eat, let's say you eat carbohydrates, right? When you eat something, it then goes into your bloodstream and first enters your bloodstream, your carbs, and it enters the bloodstream as glucose. And then glucose gets stored in your muscle cells as muscle glycogen. So this is why with an anaerobic work and HIIT, you're going to be using your carbs as fuel. So it's going to use the glucose in your bloodstream or the stored muscle glycogen. Now, just because you're not using your fat as a primary fuel source, again, does not mean you're not going to be able to lose a lot of body fat with anaerobic hit work because, again, it comes back to creating a calorie deficit. And that's a big thing to understand. 
And the thing when I was young and I got wrong for years and years and years when I was young was that I thought cardio, just the act of doing cardio meant that in those minutes you're doing cardio, you're losing body fat because, well, you're using fat as fuel and all these things. It wasn't until later on I learned and studied that, hey, it wasn't the cardio itself that made you lose body fat. It was just that the cardio helped you expend more calories to drive you further into a calorie deficit. Cardio was just a tool. And this is outside of, hey, the health benefits of cardio. We're just looking at cardio as a tool primarily for fat loss. Now, so once you understand that, once you understand that cardio is a tool, once you understand that just because you use fat as fuel doesn't mean you're going to lose more body fat. And once you also understand that using carbohydrates as fuel doesn't mean you're not going to lose a lot of body fat. You start to realize that if I choose intervals or if I choose steady state, it really doesn't matter too much for majority of people because they're just a tool to help you expend more calories to help drive you further into a calorie deficit. Okay, so yes, people can argue about all these different things, but that's when it, what it comes back to. So the way you kind of want to look at it as a bit of a, all right, which one's for me? And this is what I was trying to explain to my online client is let's just look at the pros of something like, say, low intensity, steady state. So doing something steady state obviously means you're probably not going to have to work as hard to get your heart rate up. So therefore it can be much more low impact. So low impact meaning, you know, you're not having to sprint super hard to get your heart rate up. So low impact can be walking on a small incline on the treadmill or um, doing the bike at not a super high kind of resistance. So low impact just means it's probably not as demanding on your body, which then also kind of falls into my next point, which is it's not as taxing on your body. So you having to not elevate your heart rate as much means you're probably not going to have to fatigue yourself as much because it's not as taxing. Therefore, it can be something that could be probably easier to obviously get carbo- um, not carbohydrates, calories burned without having to work as hard. Then another big one with kind of the steady state, and this is often one I like to look at, is the fact that it's probably less mentally demanding. And what I mean by that is an interval session, if done really well, true hit is hard. It's not just hard physically because you're working hard, but you also mentally need to be in the zone to say, hey, you know, I'm going to work really, really, really fucking hard in this sprint and then I'm going to recover. Then I'm going to do it again and recover. And again and again, that's the whole of intervals. You're going to be repeatedly doing really hard, high efforts. Whereas with steady state, You're not having to do that. You're just basically going consistent pace, a pace that most likely you should be able to still have a conversation in. That's the whole kind of point of staying in the aerobic zone. You should be able to have a a conversation in. If you can't talk at all, it probably means your heart rate's above that. So with steady state, you don't need to go to such a high place to work that hard to get the benefits of it. So that kind of then falls into the next point is because you don't have to work as hard, because it's less taxing, because it has um, less impact on the body, it's also probably a good one to to choose when you're low on energy, when you're feeling fatigued, when you're feeling tired, when you're feeling run down, when you're on really low calories and you don't feel like you have much to give, then something like a steady state means you can get it done without feeling like you have to, you know, go deep 
into your soul to try and get it done. You just kind of go, all right, I want to get an extra 200 calories burnt. So I'm going to go do steady state cardio. It might take a little bit longer. Yes, but at least it means I can get those calories done um, and not be achieved in such a fatiguing way where it's going to make me feel even more fatigued. And that kind of falls into my final point is it's quite easy to get done. You know, so steady state, you know, there's a world of options and, you know, in the gyms, machines to do bike, cross trainer, um, obviously the treadmill, stepper, you name it. It's all pretty easy to get your heart rate up enough to fall into more that kind of low intensity, steady state. Now, what about HIIT? Well, a lot of the pros of LIS then would be the opposite. Okay. So it, this is why, again, <laughs> this is why it kind of depends because for every pro of the list, say it's mentally less demanding, whereas the, a pro of, of doing high intensity interval training is it's more challenging. So for certain people, they want more of a challenge. The thought of just going and getting your heart rate up where you can have a conversation for 30, 40 minutes is not too exciting for a lot of people who just want to work their ass off. So benefit of HIT is it's going to be much more challenging where you're going to have to push yourself to another level. So some people obviously love that. They love the challenge and that feels like more of accomplishment when they get it done rather than just going, hey, I've got to do 30 minutes. It's more like, man, I want to push myself so hard and then I want to see how much I can challenge myself. So that kind of then falls into line of the next point is for the density of the workout. So density is kind of kind of looking at the work per unit of time. So if you do say 20 minutes of steady state versus 20 minutes of all out intervals, the calorie demands of hit will be far greater. What that means in kind of simple terms is that you're going to get more calories expended in that time period of 20 minutes by doing intervals versus say doing lower level steady state. So what that means is, again, falls into my next point, is HIT can probably be more time efficient for those um, who need to try and get more calories expended when they don't have a, a lot of time. So if you can, if you only got 20 minutes and your goal is to get more calories expended to help drive you further into a deficit, this is where interval training in that, in that time period can potentially be more useful. How much more... Um, calorie expensive is it it kind of depends on factors and you know outside then you know if you get more calories burned in the session do you then potentially move less later in the day there's things like this you can kind of look at but just nailing down going hey from a time efficiency standpoint 20 minutes of lower level steady state versus 20 minutes of really intense intervals hit is going to be more costly from an energy expenditure point of view Another obviously big benefit of HIT, which should be pretty obvious, is because it's anaerobic, HIT then is also going to help build your anaerobic fitness. So doing less is going to help with your steady state fitness, whereas doing anaerobic work is going to help build up your anaerobic fitness. And this can obviously also be beneficial and improving anaerobic fitness can also be um, a great a great component of overall health. Aerobic fitness is fantastic, but anaerobic fitness can also help. And doing something like a period of anaerobic work can also help with people's fitness in the resistance training sessions to help them recover from hard sets um, more quickly as well. So that's another benefit 
but you could also say that for aerobic work as well. And another big benefit of HIT, which I'm a big fan of, is I think it's a bit more exciting and there's more variety to your intervals, say your work-rest ratios. So with interval work, you have your hard effort, your work, and then you have your recovery period. So with steady state, it's more just that consistent period. With intervals, you might go, say, 30 seconds hard, 90 seconds easy, or you can go 20 seconds hard, 60 seconds easy, or 20 seconds hard, 100 seconds easy. So you can play with kind of your work-to-rest interval ratios. And that's where clients, I find, also really enjoy it because it's kind of like going to the gym and, you know, one phase doing 12 reps, the next training phase doing eight reps, the next training phase doing four reps. So even though you're doing the same kind of exercise over and over, just by changing the rep range can change, um, obviously, the stimulus to some degree. And also just from a mental standpoint, it can make you go, oh, well, that's, that's a bit more of a challenge. Whereas obviously steady state, a lot of it is just going, hey, do this. Um cardio machine 30 minutes keep your heart rate here and for some people as i said that is mentally less demanding you don't really have to think too much that's easy but for other people they want more of a challenge they'll just be bored to death whenever i've done cardio um in the past i loved intervals and my background in playing sport and rugby and stuff like that i wanted to be fit and i want to work hard so i'll just kill myself in intervals i love that stuff whereas just doing say aerobic fitness low heart rate for a long period of time it was just that kind of excruciating thing where, you know, you look down, you think you've been on the cardio machine for 10 minutes and it's been like 17 seconds. So that's for me why I've always preferred HIIT personally. Now, that is me. And these are some of my key takeaways for you, okay? So when looking at cardio and looking at cardio as a tool for your fat loss journey, first thing you want to ask yourself is, which do you prefer? Which do you, do you actually enjoy doing more? Or what I also like to, way I like to say with cardio, which do you hate less? So if I hate intervals less, then I would probably be better off doing intervals for the most part, just because I'm more likely to do it. So if you find one form of cardio you prefer, I'd rather a client do that than over me program, programming them a type of cardio, but then they never actually do it because they just despise it so much. So the biggest one is just asking yourself, which do you prefer? Okay. The next one. Looking at your energy intake, so your calories, if you're in a dieting phase when you're on really, really low calories and you're feeling really, really fatigued, sometimes this is where, and again, often I do this in in a comp prep, if you're on really low energy and obviously you're trying to train hard with your resistance training, you're trying to keep your muscle mass um, and ensure that you recover hard to train hard in, in your training sessions, your lifting sessions, then potentially doing something like a list where you're not having to work so hard, it's not so mentally demanding, it's not so taxing, can then potentially allow you to recover a bit more to still keep lifting heavy in the gym. And not everyone will feel like this, but I know a lot of people, when they're really fatigued, they've just had a big resistance training session, they're on low calories, then the thought of going out and doing all-out interval is not that enticing, whereas just going, getting some calories expended, being able to still have a conversation with their friend while they're doing it can be a bit more um, easier to get done. And this is why, again, kind of falls into looking at where you're at in a dieting phase. So when I'm often doing comp prep with people, if they're on um, in a period, they've been dieting for 16 weeks or something and they're at the final end of their cart, they've been dieting for a long time. They're tired mentally, they're tired um, physically. 
something where you can just get calories expended and it's not as much of an effort, that's where lists can be quite beneficial because you just still get it done. Yes, you might have to work a little bit longer to get the same amount of calories expended, but you can also maybe get it done in a way which is not so fatiguing, which doesn't then impact your resistance training performance. Another takeaway I look at is looking at your kind of nutritional status or your macro breakdown. So as I said before, something like um, steady state being aerobic is going to be more um, more so fats over carbohydrates. So if you're on very, very low carbohydrates in your dieting phase, as I said, with interval training hit, it's going to be more anaerobic. And so therefore you're going to use your carbohydrates more as fuel. If you're already on really, really low f- low carbohydrates, you doing anaerobic work, interval work, whilst on really low carbohydrates can make performance probably even harder and the hit probably even less enjoyable because you're not probably fueling the demands of that cardio modality as well as you could be in a perfect world. So potentially that's why I went on really, really low carb phases for whatever reason doing something like a list could be more beneficial because you're going to be having your fats to fuel that session. Now, to counter that though, this does not mean that intervals cannot be really beneficial. And a key takeaway is that is if you're short on time, I'd still personally always try to choose intervals. So when I have clients and they can only train, say three, four days a week and they can do their weights, but they can't do cardio outside. So I want to add a little bit of cardio in their session at the back end of their weights. We might just do 10 minutes of hard intervals, 10, 12, 15 minutes of hard intervals. So we just try to get as many calories as we can in that short period of time. And that can be probably a more time efficient way to get the calorie expenditure in a really short period of time, doing intervals over say doing lower intensity, steady state. Whereas if you have unlimited time, then that's where it doesn't matter too much. Then the final kind of point comes back to, still falls back to personal preference. So if you want more of a challenge and you want to push yourself and you want to really feel like, man, like I challenged myself, that was hard. Like, wow, intervals to me is always going to be that. Pushing hard where, say, you got a 30-second interval and after 20 seconds, you feel like you've got nothing left and you get to 25, you still pushed it and then you still got another five seconds to go. That's a challenge. Whereas steady state, obviously, it's kind of like just the challenge of boredom. How can I just get this done and just listen to my music till this is over? Whereas with interval work, it's probably going to be a bit more rewarding but on the, on the flip side, it's also going to be, again, mentally demanding to get yourself up for that. So some people are going to love that challenge. Some people are going to want something different where they don't want to push super hard in their cardio. They just want to get the calories expended. So they'd rather doing more steady state. Point is, both work. There's not a right or wrong answer. Again, everything is a tool. Okay, so just remember that, guys. Um, when I program things, Nothing is always set in stone. These are tools that are valuable tools and you can, by understanding the pros and cons of different things, then you can more likely help choose what is best for you to work towards your goals. So I hope you found that helpful, guys. If you did, please do me that favor of sharing to your social medias, um, the Coach Mark Carroll podcast, because when you do, it helps tremendously. And if you have not yet, please 
follow the Coach Mark Carroll podcast on Apple and Spotify and leave a five-star rating. All right, guys. Oh, I hope that helped. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.